Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 181 of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast with some friends from around the country talking mostly sports, a little bit of real estate and sales tied in at the end because we just needed something to call it. But it's Buddies Drinking Beers. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my regular co-host, Bill Risser, St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger up in Cumming, Georgia. What's up, boys? Bill, let's start with you as always, man. How was your weekend? Uh, good weekend. Um, played some... Play, I, I, I was a... I was like Sean Carpenter this weekend. I played golf twice. So uh, played in a member guest on Friday. We played our regular Sunday game this morning. And I think I'd let you guys know, but that member guest was super fun. And Sean, have you ever done this where the member can bring up to three guests and and they, their score counts aggregate with each member that he has in his foursome? So Joe Carney, our member at Carlwood, had three games going, one with me, one with Anthony, one with Rick. 18-hole oh. matches, right? Okay. <clears throat> and it was a quota game, so you're just totaling your two quotas together. Uh, Joe Carney finished first, second, and fifth out of 90, <laughs> out of 45 teams. So Joe had, him, <laughs> Joe had himself a day. Joe got 350 bucks in shop credit. Uh, the rest of us, you know, I got 70. Uh, Anthony got 120. Rick got 145 or 150. And there was just one team skin that paid $1,020 that was split four ways, $255 each. Did you guys make an eagle on a par four? Or what no, happened? it was just a just a tough par four with a birdie that nobody else birdied. And in fact, and I, I parred their toughest par three out there. It's a hybrid for me. Knocked it to about 15 feet, made the putt. And, and you're watching the board because they were putting everyone's scores, right? All 90 players. And the third to the last player tied me with a two on that hole. Uh. <laughs> so it's okay though. It just would have been we'd so have had we'd have won bir- two skins. Who made the birdie that paid out? Joe did. <laughs> the same uh. guy who shot ten over his quota. He had a hell of a day. In fact, if he was playing by himself, he would have finished in third because <laughs> he played that well. Wow. So the fact that we hooked up with a winner, uh, we all won a lot of money. And Joe ends up finishing second this morning for another hundred and seventy bucks. Good weekend for Joe. Joe Joe bought breakfast this morning too. It was great. <laughs> Where at? Any place good? Uh, Mother's. Oh, dude, it's this cool place in Westchester I'd never been to before. So we'll have to make that a trip over there next time you're here. Okay, good. Yeah, cool. Good. So that, that was my weekend. A lot of a lot of golf. All right, Todd, how about you, bud? Hey, uh, enjoying the Sierra Nevada hazy little thing IPA. Like Sean, them, you've had, like you've yeah, had good, that before, right? Good mainstream, yeah. good mainstream uh, hazy. Yeah, just really good. Yeah. So uh, great weekend. Um, didn't really do much uh, physically, but watched a, a boatload of sports. So, um, you know, mentally I'm there. Physically, I got to go to the gym tomorrow and make up for, for lost right. time. But it's all good. It's all good. What about you, Sean? Uh, I had a couple rounds of golf. I, I was telling you, Todd, in the green room earlier, um, we had our Men's Golf Association Ryder Cup. Kind of end of the season, they, t- they take the top. There's 84 guys in the Men's Golf Association of Ohio State, and the, the top – point earners top money makers uh they basically match up and play you know two 18 hole matches match plays and it was kind of fun so our it came down it was tied going into today and and uh i happen to be on the same team as my little brother but in different foursomes and uh we split um bill we uh we won the front nine and we won the 10th hole which it switches formats on the on the back nine to uh a shramble so you hit you both hit drives and you pick the best drive and you play your own ball in from there Gotcha. So we win number 10 to go one up on the back nine, and then we lose 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> and then we decided to walk to walk in. Stop, and, uh, stop, stop. Yeah, right. we decided to walk in. <laughs> one of the guys goes, should we just play in? And I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's go inside and just, just go hit the bar before – because they closed our, our pub early because of a wedding tonight. So we, mm. we went, we got in early and uh, watched the end, of the end of the Browns game. But a fun weekend. And, uh, you know, obviously just when you can when you can golf and watch football, uh, pretty fun. And – um, so we'll see. So let, 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 let's catch up, guys. Let's let's start with ba- baseball because the season ended today and really set itself up for what I think could be a pretty fun playoffs. Uh, just the matchups, I think, are pretty solid. Uh, let's start in your National League, uh, Todd. Atlanta, as we know, clinched the East. St. Louis with a nice little finish against a, just a struggling Cubs team. They clinched the Central and the Dodgers. We, know, we, we knew four months ago they were going to win the West. Uh, wild card came down to Milwaukee, Washington, and the Cubs. Well, the Cubs just obviously just just went away with a just a horrible finish. Uh, Milwaukee's going to play one game at Washington on Tuesday, 
and that winner will go to play Los Angeles on Thursday. And then, Todd, your Braves host the Thursday, Cardinals. right? Yep. Yeah, your Braves host the Cardinals on Thursday. So let's 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 just talk at National League. Uh, Bill, let's start with you. Your th- just thoughts on on the pairings and and the way the season finished. The Cubs collapse and the the Brewers hanging on and. Um, Joe Madden steps down or mutually agrees yeah. to leave the the Cubs. Probably not a surprise. Uh, the the uh, skipper in Pittsburgh's out. Uh, Clint Hurdle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I think the playoffs are going to be a lot of fun, right? I think I think you've got a great young team with the Braves. They're going to be a ton of fun to watch. You've got all that money out in L.A., which is going to be fun to watch. The Cardinals are like for me. It uh, I, I like the Brewers and the Nationals. I don't think will be. Uh, I don't think they'll be a, a problem. I think they're. I mean, I think they're going to not be in the LCS. But the but the Cardinals would scare me if I was you, Todd. I think they're really good. They're pitching some young pitching, Jack Flaherty, uh, some other. I, I'm, they're skipping. I'm kind of losing them right now in my head. But they they've got some great pitching. They're going to be uh, a lot of fun to watch too. So I think the National League is going to be um, exciting. Yeah, and look, pre- pressure's pressure's always on Kershaw and the guys out in, in LA. You know, yeah, they they, yeah. they they were the favorite team last year. They lost to the to the Astros. They've had a couple times where they just can't seem to even get out of the the CS, let alone the mm-hmm. the or the DS, the NLDS, right? So, um, Todd, what's the vibe there in Atlanta? So good vibe. Um, I was going to ask Bill. It's four to seven, right? Um, yeah, first round. So uh, I was going to ask both of you um, uh, the vibe. You know, the vibe's great. Um, SunTrust is a great, great, uh, fairly new park, a couple years old. Um, the battery is going to be rocking. I told you about that place outside where all the restaurants and bars. Um, the place is sold out. They're, they're selling standing room only tickets. So the vibe couldn't be better. Um, what concerns me, and <laughs> I think it's a good problem to have, maybe first world problems, is the Braves clinched, you know, seven to ten days ago. And it seems like, They've been playing a lot of players, and how big of a um, – should I be worried that there's been a little bit of a lull, right? Or, or is it just kind of like spring training I don't, feel, right? They play – They played. you count spring training, they played nearly 200 games. Right. They played wow. over 200 games. They're, they're, I think a little bit of time off is a great thing for baseball. It's different in, I'd say, basketball. It's different in – I think, you know, football, they get healthy. Um, but yeah, I think baseball's okay. I think they're they're going to be fine. So again, Sean, asking the vibe, um, McCann, a veteran catcher, he came back and he said it. He's like, "We're we're so complete. They're not. There's no holes in this Braves team. Great pitching, bullpen has finally come around, and every position is good. I mean, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, they had to shelf him, but he was almost a 40-40 guy this year, right? Yeah. So missed it by 3, yeah. Yeah, and and again, I think he tweaked something and they said, you know, you're done. It's not worth <laughs> not worth getting hurt over a yeah. 40-40. So, um anything can happen in baseball playoffs. Uh, I I see them in the World Series, I see them losing the Cardinals. So hopefully the pitching comes out. Um I just want to see a good series. I don't like watching people our teams choke, right? So if you're going to lose, I want to lose because the Cardinals are just lights out. Um, but I, I couldn't be more excited. So it's it's fun time here in Atlanta for sure. Good, good. And over in the American League, guys, we got uh, Yankees, Minnesota, and Houston are your divisional winners. Tampa and Oakland went down to the wire. Uh, Cleveland, Bill, you called it a week ago. Cleveland wins ninety three games and they're out of the playoffs. Um, wow. wow! All yeah. all three winners in the American League, all three division winners, went over a hundred games. Mm. Um, wow. Tampa wins ninety what ninety five or ninety six. Ninety five. Yeah, and Oakland wins ninety six, and that's why the game is on Wednesday at Oakland, yep. Yep. Tampa versus Oakland, and the right to go play Houston uh, with Verlander waiting on the bump. Good day, Verlander, in Tampa, huh, Bill? Verlander, Cole, and Granky. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I mean line- were you? We talk about Verlander. Cole had a better year than Verlander. Yeah, you know, I think I think that Minnesota Yankees series could be really fun because these are teams that, you know, the 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 uh, Minnesota Twins set the record for most home runs in a season, yeah, uh, out ousting the Yankees who had that record. The Yankees had, I believe, I, th- I think it held out one game this year, one game that they were shut out. The other hundred sixty, right. the other hundred sixty one games, they scored runs, wow. uh, including yeah. a ton of home runs. Yeah. Um, that, they're right behind the twins in home runs too. They, yes. they just were a few behind them. So yeah, so that that could be a, a really fun series, um, you know. And obviously, can, 
you know. You want a, you want a great stat from the American League? How about this for the Astros? They set a record that's never been uh, they've never this has never happened in baseball. Their pitchers recorded the most strikeouts, and their hitters recorded the fewest strikeouts. Mm. So they strike out more. <laughs> they strike out more batters, and they don't strike out themselves. That's a pretty good combination. Uh, baseball, you know, we're going to watch. Obviously, we're, next week's show will will kind of be right in the uh, first couple games of the divisional series, uh, and and have a nice little flavor to see what's going on. You know, this is yep. um, they they play one game wild card, and they are then both. Um, seven games or are they still five games, Bill? No, there's seven. seven they put yeah. The, yeah. They changed that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think you, only basketball does that. The first series is five, best of five, but okay. it's, it was a change a while ago. Okay, good, good. So, uh, and that should take us right up to the end of October. Um, and the weather, you know, once again, Atlanta's weather's going to be fine. Dodgers weather's going to be fine. Um, Tampa and Oakland will be fine. Uh, Houston's in the dome. Uh, Minnesota and New York's the only one that could kind of uh, be interesting because remember target field is outdoors. It's not a dome. Well, only one of them will be playing in the uh, cold weather, though, because they're playing first, right? And because they're they're playing against each other. Yeah, but so, but, but the end of the season. But there there is a chance that Minnesota, um, you know, in the next week or so, you know, once again, I don't oh, know if you guys saw Montana. Montana, Montana, Montana got, got three yeah. and a half feet of snow yesterday. <laughs> a state of yeah. emergency in, in Northwest Montana. So, right. um, you know, if that comes across and, and hits Minnesota, um, you know, it could it's be one so, of those. One of those games you you watch where the guys are, you know, blowing on their hands and and wearing wearing hats. So I'm excited. But let's talk football now, guys. Let's let's go to let's go to college football. Um, there's a new number one in town. It's an old number one, but it's a new number one uh, with <laughs> Clemson. Yeah, exactly. Same as the old boss, <laughs> new old country road, or whatever the song is. Uh, Alabama moves up to number one. Uh, probably not a surprise. They've been kind of a one A all season, and I think uh, a lot of the a lot of the media people. A lot of the talking heads have said, and this is certainly a good argument, but I, I just don't know how you, you change it with magazines and, and preseason shows. But if they didn't have preseason rankings, if you just look at the teams based on their play so far this year, there's no way Clemson would be number one. No way. Um, no, you know, not even close. But, Trevor Lawrence has been a, a major disappointment. Yeah, he's been, he's been very, uh, you know, I don't know if people have figured him out or he's just, you know, um, just, just struggling. But let's start with Friday's <laughs> games because I, I want to talk about – uh, mm-hmm. Penn State plays Maryland in 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 College Park. Uh, Maryland, you know, we talked on the show a couple weeks ago about Maryland dropping lots of points and and looking good. Mm-hmm. Then they get kind of they get destroyed by by not destroyed. They got they got knocked down by Temple. Boy, that that game was ugly early. Fifty nine nothing. Penn State wins. Um, Maryland just had no answers for Penn State. Not that I think Penn State was great, but they just executed the way a James Franklin team executes. And then Bill Pac-12 after dark, uh Arizona mm. State goes up to goes up to the the, the uh California, Coliseum, right? yeah, up to yeah. Cal. Uh yeah. the the Pac-12 leading Cal Bears Four beats them. undefeated beats, undefeated. Uh, yeah, beats beats them 24-17 to leave all the Pac-12 decimated with with losses after 4 weeks into the season. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to do the same thing to each other every year. Yeah. And, um, and you know, Herm Edwards team, I don't think anything impressive, but once again, defense, they're, they're, they're a very disciplined team. It seems they don't do anything yeah. great, but they also just don't make a lot of unforced errors. Yeah. And with a, a, a young quarterback, a redshirt freshman, that's, they're going to, it's, it, things look good for him. I think Herm's this, this perfect CEO, right? I don't think he's the, uh, I mean, he's definitely the rah, rah guy. Uh, but he lets his D is uh, coordinators do their job. He lets his coaches, his coaching staff do their job. And, um, he's, it, you know, I, I didn't, I, I was one of those people that thought it wouldn't work. I thought it was silly and I was wrong. They're, yeah. they're, they're playing great. Yeah. Hey, Sean reminds us of a, a old friend of ours in Tallahassee a little bit, right? Just, um, Bobby Bowden was that yeah. Southern character. Herb Edwards is, you know, He's a character, right? In a different way, but yeah, he just lets his guys do what they do. Um, yeah. Hey, do you think Maryland plus six and a half was a good bet? Never mind. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Plus sixty. <laughs> plus sixty and a half barely would have won. Plus Can I, that would have been a good one. Yeah. I want to ask you this before I forget. It's, I know it's we're jumping ahead. What was the line on the Florida game, Towson? Was it thirty-eight and a half? Because um, I swear I saw thirty-eight point five somewhere, and I'm thinking. That's they're, they're just saw, too good. I never saw a line. I never saw. Okay, line. okay. Sean, I did thought you? I saw it. I did not. I, I thought it was off okay. the board just because they're. Oh, the, the whole time. Yeah. Okay. 
But, I'll, but I'll do a little <laughs> quick research here. A little digging. Thanks. It, it would not have surprised me though that every time I see one that's like right on the number, they're it's like, so God, how do they do that? So <laughs> especially, especially a team with no information that you get, you know, you don't have a whole lot of tape on. What's it say? Closing odds 30, 38 and a half. 38 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it was 38 nothing, right? That's a good dig, Bill, because I didn't, that, I, I missed that. I totally missed that. That, that is amazing. I, I don't know. And they that. consistently do it. It's just right. unbelievable, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Those guys <laughs> are good. PGA. Go. They're good. Bill, Bill, you were on the golf course, and I was on the golf course on Saturday. Todd, what, was, what, what, what game in the early window, which there wasn't a lot of really good games in the early window, but what game had your eye? Was it the, the Clemson, North Carolina game, or was it the Michigan? Uh, well, Michigan played Rutgers. Um, Al, uh, I'm trying to think what other games were early. Um, uh, I'm looking. Uh, oh, Oklahoma played early against Texas Tech. Um, yes. Um, no, I, I liked uh, Clemson caught caught my eye for sure. Um, and Alabama struggled early um, against Ole Miss. They play or there were three thirty games, so the noon game. Yeah, Clemson was was the one. Clemson, North Carolina. Um, God, UNC. I mean, I'm sure we could talk about. Uh, the decision, right? Go for two, yeah. don't go for two. Um, they score at the end. They decide yep. to go for two, uh, which I think was the right call. Uh, they were they were clearly an out, outmatched team uh, yep. just if you line them up. But uh, I like the call to go for two. I don't like the play, play to call. call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he's, I'm okay with him rolling out, but there had to be a couple of receivers he had to be looking for. Yeah, not, I not, don't try, he, not, not an option once, with a pitch. Once, once he got to the, to the, to the, to the wide hash – he never looked to the end zone. No, and if you no. you know, once again, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you yeah. look, he had that guy kind of open once the once the safety kind of committed to the tackle. If he somehow could have flipped it over his shoulder, um, would have been an epic win. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um, I was literally wishy washy. I, I got it if they kicked the extra point and rolled the dice, and I got it if they went for two. So I didn't care about you know. I good for them. They went for it. Um, you know, help me out. The, the option's such a weird call because you're running it to the short side of the field. I know. Yeah. Because because the strong safety is on the other side. So they run the option short side because offensively you outnumber the defense, but you're still going to the short side of the field. So um, I agree with you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, although it just seems, it's, it seems to me, Todd, that in that situation, a coach yep. like Mac Brown, 35-plus years coaching – there's got to be maybe that one trick play that you say we practice it, you know, 15 times in preseason. It's like that one that you pull out of your – not a fumble ruski, nothing like that intricate, but there's just got to be like that, uh, an option to the short side with a with a receiver slanting back for the reverse who has yeah. a pass option or just, you know, there's, gosh, it just seemed like there needed to be that better play call that gave your – I'm sorry, go ahead, Sean. No, I, that's all I was going to say, just that yeah. I just wish there would have been – Put the ball up in the air, maybe for a tipped ball or something. You never know. You know, did you see the yeah. did you see the Ohio State game, which we'll get to in a little bit, but that one interception by the Ohio State guy where he was literally on the ground, but the ball was tipped and it fell into his, you know, just give your players a chance oh, yeah. to go up and make something or get a defensive, you know, pass interference call. So yeah. we mentioned Herm Edwards. Um, I went old school with Bobby Bowden. I imagine that Mac Brown's cut from the same cloth and I think he probably said we're going for two, and he probably let his offensive coordinator uh, dictate the play. I don't think he had anything with the play call. And again, it's if it worked, you know, it's a genius. They they ran the option; it worked. Um, so it's just one of those things. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What are you gonna um, do? But obviously, that that loss is gonna you know once again it it just I guess maybe gives you some thoughts that even as bad as the ACC is. That I don't know. Maybe Virginia can can catch Clemson. Maybe you know. Maybe a Florida State team. Right? Maybe, maybe Florida State team makes their whole season by by winning a Clemson game. So don't sleep on Florida State quite yet. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Let's go. Let's go over to uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, fifty nine thirty one. So probably giving up way more points than Nick's happy with. But boy, Tua looks good. Um, hitting receivers everywhere on the field, uh, underneath, deep, sidelines, uh, slants. Uh, Draw, you know, uh, screen passes. It's unbelievable how good they are. And then their running game this this week kind of hit on all cylinders. I think Devontae Hightower with was it four touchdowns. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, um, but you know, thirty one points, uh, probably more than than Nick's going to be happy with. Uh, they they you know they're coming out. They're a couple weeks away from starting to hit some some of their big boys on the on the West. I believe they have a And M coming up, and then LSU's not until till late. Uh, oh, they have Tennessee this week. 
Or no, yeah. no, no, Georgia. No, Georgia does. And then third week of October is, is Tennessee. Yeah. Um, OSU. Let's talk about them for a second, guys, because I was very impressed by what I saw in the first half by Ohio State against probably an overmatched, overhyped Nebraska team. I think Scott mm. Frost. I think people just want Nebraska to be good, so they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. But, boy, Ohio State just didn't really miss anything. Mm. Defense looks great. Offense under behind Justin Fields. Um, their receiving core is fantastic. Their running backs with J.K. Dobbins, small, stout running back, and then Master Teague, big, thick, you know, uh, Carlos Hyde-like running back. Uh, what did you guys see, think of the of what you saw from Lincoln? They Ohio State could be the best team in the country. I mean, there's they're impressive. They're impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, is it Ryan Day, Sean? He, yeah, he hasn't missed a beat. It's it's no. they're they're just through and through. Um, Justin Fields statistically is as good as anyone out there. So yeah, just a great team, and 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 they'll have a, they'll have one or two big games that'll determine whether they're going to be in the playoffs or not. They have Michigan uh, coming up. They have Michigan, Michigan State on Friday on Saturday night. Michigan uh, they State play, they play Wisconsin this year. They do no? play Wisconsin in Columbus. Yeah. Uh, so they have, three weeks. Yeah, yeah three then, three really Penn, good games to Penn, Penn State. Yeah. Um, Yep, Penn State, and they play Penn State and Michigan back to back. Yeah, they're going to have quite the resume if they can get through all right. that. Right, well said. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I mean, look, they're they're probably going to play Wisconsin twice. Uh, yep. we know they're going to mm-hmm. play them once, and and based on the West, unless Iowa can do something, um, which once again, don't don't count Iowa. They're four, 14, but you know, how often have we seen an Iowa team that's kind of hovers around fourteen, and that's really as good as they get? We I know they made it to the Rose Bowl. A few times in the past, but Ohio State. Let's just say, you know, they went out. They're in the they're in the playoffs. For um, sure. Yeah. Uh, another O team, Oklahoma. Um, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts just video game numbers. I mean, almost five. I think over five hundred yards between passing and running. Um, just and I, I just don't see him slowing down with it with the Pac twelve defenses, or I'm sorry, the the Big twelve defenses. I just see him and and Lincoln Riley kind of really just almost a name your score. How do we want to score? Because yeah. he's hitting receivers, Troy Sermon, um, you know, um, ran the ball and, and caught some long passes. Uh, they 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 look good. Obviously, so a lot of people are circling. You know, two weeks from now, the Red River Shootout against Texas, right? I just think uh, Jalen Hurts is like one of the best stories. You know, <laughs> if you think about where he's been, where he was at. Uh, the the fall, the rise, the fall, the transfer. I mean, what a great story. And Lincoln Riley, I mentioned Ryan Day. I mean, Lincoln Riley, talk about someone who picked up where Bob Stoops dropped it and it's just been running, running hard. I think them and Ohio State are in the same position. If they, you know, of course went out, but they're they're both two great, great programs that are control their own destiny, which is what you want to do. Yep. We can kind of uh, Wisconsin. Boy, I don't know if you guys saw the, the throwback uniforms Wisconsin was wearing. Uh, God, they were they were ugly. The, the gold, oh, the pants. brown pants. Yeah, <laughs> they were gold. They, they, <laughs> they I think they were brown. gold or brown, but they it, they looked like the 49ers without any of the um, the, 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 the the stripings <laughs> or the numbers. Or and then they had the UW helmets against Northwestern. I got uh, a confession. I kind of liked it. I did you? <laughs> well, here's here's what we learned in that game. Um, if you. You know, kudos to Pat Fitzgerald. Michigan got crushed by Wisconsin the week before and let Jonathan Taylor run all over him. Uh, Wisconsin really just made the commitment. We're going to put nine, maybe ten guys in the box and make this Wisconsin quarterback beat us. And they, they held Jonathan Taylor. Look, he still, he still busted out for 118 yards, 26 yeah. carries, so about five yards per carry. But they really pretty much said, you're not going to beat us. Somehow other, you know, and Wisconsin had two defensive touchdowns. So other than that, you know, if, if if Wisconsin doesn't score those, it's a you know it's a fourteen or thirteen to twelve game. You know, you know, there's a um, it's a Stu Gotts on the Dan Lebetard show has been he he loves just saying this about Wisconsin. They always tease everybody. They always hang around. They always get close, and they're just there to screw things up because they're never going to make the playoff. He said never, <laughs> never again. They just get close. Yeah, because they got and it. Killed a few years ago, right? Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Hey, Sean, um, would you agree Wisconsin is like the LSU of the Big Ten? Like, they could be really <laughs> good, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably a good call. Um, Notre Dame, I'm, I'm kind of going out of order. Notre Dame uh, wins, uh, you know, a, a good game against Virginia. Virginia, uh, I think 
Virginia presented themselves well in, in a big game. Uh, just just too many the turnovers late uh, were, was tough, and and then the last two games obviously in the top ten, Todd, to discuss Auburn uh, and UF did what they needed to do to Ooh. set themselves up for <laughs> for next week's big game in Gainesville, um, Florida. Look, Florida. Kyle Trask was was perfect until a, a misread on on the goal line, which really Mullen was really upset about, and then a, a late tip pass later. But he was eighteen for twenty, very serviceable. Didn't throw for a lot of yards, but really didn't try to. Really kept everything underneath. Uh, a lot of flare passes, a lot of screen passes. Um, I admittedly did not watch the entire game uh, because I was um, uh, on the golf course, and then when Ron and I went to eat, it's, it's always difficult on a Buckeye night game. When you walk into a bar and there's 35 TVs and literally 35 of them are on the Buckeye game, and you're and you're, and you're just <laughs> you begging, can, down, Sean. can, I mean, can you please put a game on the, in the corner? So, but you know, it was a, a big win. Obviously, uh, look, a lot of people are getting worried, Todd. Uh, Gator Nation, sort of Gator Twitter, as, as it were, saying like, "Oh, game day is coming to Gainesville, and that means that Desmond and Herbie and all the guys are going to pick against us. Who cares? If, yes. if Florida if Florida wins, that's all. If they pick against us. And we win. Who cares? That's good. They That's a us, good thing. If they pick yeah. us and we lose, who cares? Right. Yeah. So it, it it should be a great atmosphere. It'd be one of the loudest in in recent memories there, Todd. Obviously, last year's LSU game was huge. But look, Florida's got to play Auburn. Then they got to turn right around and play LSU. Then they play South Carolina. Then a week off before Georgia. It's a it's a really tough stretch of the schedule. Yeah. So- will, will will it be a night game? 330. 330. Oh, 330. Okay. The CBS yeah. game, yeah. So a lot, a lot, a lot of boxes were checked off this week, right? Mm-hmm. So I think Florida played very well against a Towson team, which is a top 10 FCS school. Uh, but you got to beat them, right? <laughs> if you bet them, you got to win by 39, but a four, unfortunately, we'll <laughs> by 38. Have you noticed, Sean? Mullins went crazy. We can't run the ball, our defense stinks. This is the most positive guy on the planet through the first four games, and now all of a sudden we can't run the ball. Our defense sing, stinks. He's checking all the boxes. Uh, Auburn's he's, he's doing. He's, he's very Lou Holtzish, right? Um, yeah. You know, well, well Auburn did. I mean, they're yeah. seven. So they, they. I don't think we need to worry. I think he's sending a message to the team that he wants them focused this week. Yeah. If you play, if you play average, you're not going to win. You and and Florida needs to do some exciting versus. I mean. Bo Nix is a freshman. Um, there's Auburn has holes, but this this will be a huge win if, if Florida can can win. They're at home, which is great. Uh, I don't know what the line is yet. I don't know, Bill, if you had a chance to look at it. But well, look. Um, I mean, against Auburn, LSU, and Georgia, I mean, you got to win one game. If you win two, it's great. If you win three, sky's the limit for the season. Yeah. But, but we're not quite there yet, but. Uh, God, what a, it's exciting! It's the feature game on CBS. Um, Sean, this is where we want to be. Five and zero. We beat yeah. the team. We beat the teams we need to beat, and now we have a quality opponent. So let's let's yeah. go. Yeah, right? and it, you know, just it, you're right. It comes down to, you know, I, I think we're going to have to see a, a best game so far. Obviously, that's an understatement, but the best game we've seen from our offensive line against the toughest defensive line we will face, and secondary, the toughest, yeah. you know, the toughest front seven. Let's just say. That we've faced all year. I mean, no, no question about it. I think Kentucky uh, line, defensive line was was stout, and we saw what happened with them. Uh, different, different style of quarterback, though. I think Trask looks very poised. Yeah. Uh, as does Bo Nix, and they had a big win against Mississippi State. Um, you know, in at home. So once again, they did what they needed to do. There will be lots of hype about the game. Uh, I think it's great. It's great for Mullen and his recruiting opportunities to really make this. You know, like you said, if it. it if you told me now we're gonna win one of the three, next you know the, take take the South Carolina game out, one of the three big ones against the top ten, mm-hmm. um, I'm happy. Two out of three, I'm ecstatic. Mm-hmm. I won't even think about three out of three because let's just you know, let's let's win the first two before you <laughs> let's win the first two before you can even think about that. So real quick, Kyle Trask throws a good ball. Did he? he does. I love you watch. He throws a really good ball. Um, I think. And again, we'll we'll move along. But Florida's problem is depth, right? Georgia's three, four, five deep. We're one, two deep. So if we win, it'll be because uh, injuries. We won't have any injuries, and we'll be fortunate. But um, just a little concerned about our depth. But hey, let's lace them up and see what happens, right? Hey, I I think I saw a stat in in, in the thir- third quarter. Um, 
Florida's leading the country in pickoffs. Is that right? Florida's leading the country in interceptions. So they're they're way up there in interceptions, way up there on sacks. So Todd Grantham, you know, he likes to dial up yeah. the D. Um, I, I believe I Zuniga, Zuniga will be back on Saturday, I believe, right? Okay. Yeah. And I think C.J. Henderson will be back on Saturday. Yeah. Hey, let's let's go. I mean, no excuses. If we win, let's let's go. I just again want to play well and see what happens. So yep. I, I don't want to lay an egg. We've been there before, where it's a big game and you just lay an egg. I, I just. Win, lose, no, or draw. As long as we show up and play well, I can. No, what'd you find out on the line? Nothing. I can nothing on the uh, okay. my app, anyways. Right, so, so far, maybe it. <laughs> so you know, you got to figure at least Florida's th- getting three for being home. So if if anything happens, you know, it's a, uh, you know, I'm gonna guess it's probably uh, Florida by one or you know. I gotta think, right? You yeah, think? I mean, yeah, I mean, just based on pretty close, based on hype. Uh, let's just look ahead next week. There's really there's three ranked matchups. And what I would consider four big games, and one of them is on Friday night. Uh, UCF goes to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that'll be one that will hold your attention. Uh, you know, um, well, uh, well done, UCF for bouncing back this week after a tough loss, right? They, yeah, yeah, they, they win big, score, helps, right? score a lot of points, and yep. um, you know, really, they're, look, they're they're they're. Their game plan is look. Let, let's win big on Friday night on national TV, and let's hope that the team up up the street in Gainesville uh, doesn't win on national TV, and then they can start you know crowing again about their best team in the state. But uh, that should be a fun game. Uh, Iowa plays Michigan. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Once again, Michigan did exactly what they had to do against Rutgers. Uh, by the way, Rutgers coach Chris Ash fired uh, yep. one of the first first major uh, D five or uh, Power Five coaches fired so far this year. Um, if Iowa can come in there and, and kind of you know, put forth their their presence, double tight ends. You know that the grinded out. You know, Midwest team uh, that that could be interesting. Auburn, Florida, and the nightcap: Michigan State at Ohio State. Mm. Um, I think that'll be the best. Obviously, the best defense Ohio State seen. I would expect Ohio State. You know, all day, late night, ABC. It could be a a powerful victory again for Ohio State to go back to back national TV spotlight games uh, yeah. and win big. Don't um, you see them putting up, you know, high twenties, low thirties, even against a Michigan state yes, team. Yes, pretty, yes. pretty routinely. Vulnerable, I think. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I think, I think what they're going to really do is force the defense is just going to force D'Antonio. Just is not a throw it around the field. He's a grinded out, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a disciple of trestle. Uh, the punt is the most important play in the game. Um, Sometimes your best option is punt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's really the only games that, that hold my attention. Cal plays, Oregon, which was would have been a ranked match, but Cal plummeted out of the rankings with their loss. Um, so, so we'll see what happens. Um, but let's turn to the let's turn to the guys who play on Sundays, boys. Uh, kind of a fun day today. <laughs> That's a good call. There was there was some good activity. I actually <laughs> kind of started. A resident for sure. Week, <laughs> week football, right? Week week wow. four in the NFL uh, started Thursday, uh, and the Eagles beat the Packers. Very similar, Todd, to the. To the last Monday night's game, where the Packers had a couple chances inside on first and goal, on second and goal, on third and goal, on fourth and goal. Um, you, I know you kind of have a little spot in your heart for the the pack. Uh, oh well, yeah, I re- frust- re- frustrating, re- frustrating play calling there and and execution, right? Well, um, so uh, against a team as good as Philly, field goals aren't good enough, right? So it seemed like in the first half. I think they had two touchdowns and two field goals, and it just seemed like the way the game was going. Um, and they were not, you know, field goals. They stalled at the 40. It was, you know, first and goal, settle for field goal, yeah, right. first and goal, settle. So that's the problem. And then um, there was one or two just turnovers that shouldn't have occurred. I don't know if you remember, but um, there was one where a guy misses a block. Rogers looks like he's going to throw the ball 50 yards to a wide-open guy, and, you know, he got knocked away. Yeah, so – um, frustrating loss, but that's the NFL. I mean, there, there's going to be no, I, no one's going to, not no one, other than the 72 Dolphins, you don't go undefeated. And <laughs> other than the, uh, whatever Bills and the Lions, you don't go winless. So, and this uh, year's Dolphins. Uh, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Probably going to happen um, again, which would be ironic, which I love. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be great. How about, how about a great Thursday night game, though? <laughs> like Fox gets it and all of a sudden it's a great game instead of the, the three bums we had the, Three Thursdays that's before. Right, that's so. right. right? Yeah. I think they planned it, right, though? Yeah. Well no, done. No, great, great game. Um, yeah. 
and Philly needed to win. They would have they would have dropped to what one, one and three. They would have been one and three. One. Yeah. And yeah. So a huge win, especially now with the Giants having some resurgence uh, behind you, uh, Danny Dimes. Daniel. Right. What do you think uh, of real yeah. quick uh, before we move on? What do you think of um, the 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 challenge Matt Lafleur Green Bay and the no call and the interference? And his quote afterwards was, "I guess I just don't know what interference is." Um, did you all mm. did you all see that, or you missed it? I didn't. I didn't step late and watch the end of the game. What yeah. what happened? So basically, there's you know crucial point of the game. There is a no call and interference. He threw the red flag. They reviewed it. To me, it seemed obviously interference, and they just said, you know, the, the call stands. So, um, and afterwards, he's like, I just don't know what interference yeah. is. Yeah, they, they've only reversed. Uh... 25% of those kinds of calls yet. That's what I heard today. Yeah. yeah. That uh, 25% of a, of calls will turn into pass interference if there's a no call on the field. So, right. which is probably the right thing yeah. <clears throat> to be yeah. honest, but but there was a there was a good one today with uh, the at the Lions the game, Chiefs, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey goes down there on defense and just tackled the guy. Really? I mean, he's just riding him out never, of the play and never, it's like never look back. Yeah. No, no. Just completely boxing a guy out and pushing him away from making a play on the ball, which is the definition of pass interference. Yeah, that, that's that's one I think that when you see from all the angles, I think the NFL might come out on Monday and say, like, yeah, they missed that one, um, you know, because it was yeah. just a, a – especially because of the fact that Kelsey was an offensive player in there playing defense like Gronk used to do. Yeah. Um, he, he made zero plays on the ball and, and clearly yeah. hit a guy who had the opportunity to, to touch the ball. Yeah, look, everyone's allowed to bump into each other going for the ball. Incidental right? contact, right? That's that that happens in a hail mary every sure. time. Go go nuts going at each, at the ball, but when you're not even yeah. attempting to make a play, you're just running screens <laughs> to to keep a guy away. Yeah, yeah. But let's let's talk about today, guys, because you know what a fun day. Uh, I said right before we went on the air, um, underdogs win everywhere. I mean, holy mm. crap! Uh, one, two, three, four, five. If you count the Eagles, six road dogs wow. win. There's some survivor pool damage today. Oh, huge. Um, Tennessee wins. Oakland wins. Cleveland wins. Tampa Bay doesn't win. They, they, they Well, Cleveland and Tampa Bay both put up some points. Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, what was that over-under, by the way? I don't know. They but scored it was, 94 points between them, right? And that was a record for the Bucs. They've never – it was their most points they've ever scored in their history. And the most 55. that the, most that the uh, Rams have given up since – 95 points. They redid six. the extra yeah. point. It was 95 points. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville on a, on a thrilling, actually, boy, Broncos. Uh, remember Mile High Magic used to be something that always happened with Elway where you just <laughs> you, you just wanted to see them – you know, and, and Favre did it. And, or or and, Jason and, Elam. And, Jason Elam kicked a lot of game-winning yeah. field goals for Denver. And Tom That's Brady. Good kicker. Oh, Denver. Wow. Oh, and four. Wow. You know, Jacksonville scores. Brady, uh, then then the Broncos come down and score, but leave a minute 40 on the clock for Gardner mm-hmm. Minshew, who methodically works the clock, gets a, a nice <laughs> uh, – really should have been too uh, rough in the past because that one where Von Miller went for his legs um, on the second – I don't know if, if your guys um, – TV had switched down in Tampa or, or Atlanta, but up here it did. Um, Von Miller kind of goes low and gets him by the ankles, and and it looked like Minshew was going to be out, maybe injured. And um, mm. anyway, they, he 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 made some really good throws. They get down into field goal territory, and then Lambeau uh, kicks the game winner as as time expires for Denver to fall to zero and four. Zero and four. Here's wow. the win, here's here's the winless teams, guys. As we said, Miami. Um, a lot of teams waiting to pop a cork for them to lose. Um, <laughs> the New York Jets are are zero uh, and three. They they had the week off uh, tomorrow night. Either Cincinnati or Pittsburgh will remain winless. Um, Denver winless. Washington winless. Arizona winless, but with a tie. Um, four teams, three teams right now. Possibly Dallas uh, if they win tonight are undefeated. Kansas City, New England, San Francisco. Remember who also sat out this week, and and if Dallas wins tonight. So we have four undefeated teams. We have one, two, three, four, five, six going into the, this weekend winless. Um, yeah, the, by after the way, we, we we will all three of us, if the Dolphins go 0-16, oh, <laughs> we will have champagne. Each of us will have a bottle. Yes. We will uncork it yes. and we will videotape it and I mean, we'll be part of the Twitter brigade. Yes. That, <laughs> that, that will I will be. lead the way, Bill. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy. How's that? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so let's talk, let's talk about the games that, that, that caught your fancy today. Uh, though I know you're on the golf course, but you want to just start with your Tampa Bay? 
Tampa yeah, Bay looks like I, I as I left, um, I got home about two, so the, their game didn't go off till uh, they were a late game, so four o'clock, four fifteen, yeah. But I just remember saying to the guys, yeah, they're going to get waxed, but well, I'll watch. And um, and so go to go up twenty one zip that quick felt good, but they were up by eighteen at halftime last week to the Giants, and uh, the Giants are not the Rams, so <laughs> they missed that field goal late too, yeah, yeah, and they missed that field goal to win it, yeah. So it was not, um, there was never this comfort level. The only the only comfort level came uh, when Indomitian Sue scooped and scored with yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> with about a minute fifteen that left. Was big, yeah. yeah. Then that felt good. But it was I think um, you know it was fun to watch Bulls' defensive calls, his schemes. He was he was fl- I mean blitzing eighty uh, percent of the time, sending extra guys and really putting some pressure on Goff and. That was fun to watch. Um, Gurley was, I'm going to call Gurley a non-factor, mm-hmm. which is, you know, always a great. So the defense really rose the occasion. I know they gave up 40 points, um, but um, they they made, you know, a couple of silly mistakes to, to give them a couple of quick scores. But overall, uh, Bowles did great. And that final drive, you know, you're always worried about that final drive where they could have, they were down by eight. And they <clears throat> the first two plays they laid back. And they threw him underneath, and they picked up eight or nine or ten, and you can't do that with a minute, you know, two minutes left to go in the game. Uh, and sure enough, Bowles goes back up to the pressure defense right away, and it was two plays later they strip him, you know, the strip sack and scoop and score happens. So that's the exciting part for the for the uh, for the for the Bucks. And Jameis looked like confident um, until the game got close at the end, and it looked like the old Jameis for a little while. Mm-hmm. But boy, in the first three quarters, he looked really confident. Throws were on on the mark. Uh, Godwin, Goodwin, I'm sorry, Godwin had an unbelievable game, 150 plus yards, couple touchdowns. Uh, so it was, it's, I I don't I don't want to say things are looking up, but things are looking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. And yeah. hey, depending on how depending on how, what happens here tonight, um, mm-hmm. they they're not out of it. That that AFC South, um, you know, you might have. Couple two and two teams and a, a one and three team in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah. How about how about, the, how about those Falcons? There's, Todd, what's the? Oof. So they're they're just not a good team. Um, I don't know. I, I think it might be. Coaching. Is it the defensive side of the ball or is it the offensive side of the ball? I think it's everything. I I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm too close to to have a strong. Yeah, ten, Tennessee's not a good team, and to no, lose on the, at home no, to a Tennessee yeah. team. I mean, that's well, just one the, of those easy, that, the easy out. Sorry to interrupt you, Sean. The easy out was oh. Atlanta is not a good road team, but now we prove we're not a good home team either, right? <laughs> it's the NFL. Things change. I mean, it's week to week. Uh, I just wonder, um, and I don't want to. I, I don't want to be this guy, but I wonder if Dan Quinn's the man. I mean, again, they were a twenty-eight to three, almost won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, and now they just look. They just look a mess. Um, they paid a lot of money in Matt Ryan and, and Julio Jones, and um, again, the defense is is iffy, and the offense isn't performing. So. You know what happens when they pay that money? It always happens, right? When that QB gets his money, and it's big money, it's over hundred million. Yeah, they pay Julio a ton of money. That cap, that cap starts killing you, and you cannot surround those guys with the right quality of players. That's why, you know, a guy like Mahomes. Yeah, that's why the Chiefs are going to be good for a few years until Mahomes gets his big payday. Right, they can put quality players around him. Right, yeah, keep bringing in these guys. But once he hits that three, four year mark, wherever they decide to extend him. And make him happy. Um, it just changes the dynamic of the team. It happened with. Uh, it happens with it. The, right? the, yeah. the only place it doesn't happen it was in New England. <laughs> right. well, and, and, <laughs> it's the only place it doesn't happen. And I, I well point well said and, and well taken. Um, you know, you want to blame coaching, but those guys may be coaching exactly the way they've been coaching consistently. But maybe, yeah. maybe. Well, but but Belichick, Belichick's the coach and the GM. Think well, about that. He's, that. He he has ultimate control. He's so. different. Yeah. He's different. Yeah, yeah. he's you his know, own thing. Todd, you're right though. You know, you look. I'm sure a lot of the, a lot of the, you know a lot of people in Atlanta, really around the league. You know, they say, all right, this week Atlanta's got an easy one against Tennessee. So let you know. There's a lot of people that said, well, Cleveland's going to go and they're going to be one and three after this week, you know, a horrible loss sure. on Monday night. Then they got to play. And, you know, it, you, I, I literally said to, to my friend Shane on the driving range today, you know, if, if ball, if Cleveland loses today, Freddie Kitchen's probably the first coach fired. Cause then they play San Francisco, Seattle, <laughs> New Orleans and New England in the next four weeks, they literally could could be looking at one and seven. And now yeah. here, all of a sudden, they flip the script. They win in Baltimore, which you had, didn't like expect. Great win, a yeah. huge win. They scored yeah. they scored a ton of points. Yeah. Um, shut down Lamar Jackson. Um, 
Yeah. Just, just Baker Mayfield, very, very effective game. Um, gives him some confidence to, to now all of a sudden go against a team that, look, Monday night, um, San Francisco is going to have, what, 15 days off, which, once again, could be good, could be bad. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, and, and is it in Cleveland? It's in San Francisco. Oh, so they're going on the road again. Okay. So uh, I'll raise my hand. I picked Baltimore this week. You know, I thought they they, they do well. Um, and that's why I say pump the brakes on the Falcons. Don't give up yet in three weeks. It could be a totally different story in the NFL. It's so weird. Um, but going back to games that were interesting, um, Kansas City, Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. Detroit with a, a little mm-hmm. bit of a heartbreaker. Should have, could have, would have won. And I think Bill's Patriots, what a game that was. Um, yeah. If Josh Allen doesn't go down. I think it's a, it's, it's a different uh, – it, it, it's it's a different game. But congrats for the Patriots to win. They're doing what they do. But I think Bill's defense held them tight, right? It was 16-10 final. Uh, yeah, they made Brady look human. Right? You know, yeah, it was uh, – that defense was studly. And, you know, look, Josh Allen didn't have the best start. He had three picks. And oh, yeah? It was not – yeah, he was – Bringing uh, Matt Barkley in, you saw a little bit of a drop off, right? You did, you did. You're yeah. right. You're absolutely right. And there, there's a chance <clears throat> Josh could have turned it around, or you know, figured something out down the down the stretch just just to get a touchdown. All I needed was a touchdown yep. in in the last in the second half, anywhere, you know, to make that um, a possible win. Yeah, Bar- so that, Barkley that throws the uh, <clears throat> tipped ball interception with I think nine minutes to go in the game. No, yeah. no. I mean, it is what it is. He has how many snaps has he got, and he's coming in cold. I mean, it's. <clears throat> Well, it's a tough spot to be in, right? How about how about uh, for the Bears? You got Chase Daniel coming oh, in, who wow. I don't, I've never even seen him play. I think is in, in the NFL. He's from Missouri, and, and he's played a little bit. He's a like a, a little ten, bit. Year, ten year veteran. I mean, he's he's been around, and, but yeah, well, he's been with Nagy a long time, I guess. Yeah, and so, yeah. Bill, let's fl- uh, let's flash back to last week or Tuesday night when we were talking on this last episode. Uh, Washington just a hor- looking ooh. horrible. Uh, Keenum goes out, and they bring Haskins, Haskins in. He, he, he throws. Throws three picks, um, yes. and and don't look now, but the Giants are two and two with a bullet. Uh, Daniel Jones playing well. Uh, defense, obviously, you know they got they got the teams they got Tampa Bay and, and Washington right when they needed them. They have the uh, best backup quarterback in the league, the Giants. For sure, right? <laughs> Wayne Gallman Jr. Where'd he go to college? Hofstra. I have no idea. I don't know either. I just figured you guys would. Yeah, that's your, no that's your special. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking him up while you keep talking. Yeah, he's probably an Auburn guy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're Shay screaming right now at the radio listening. Exactly. You know, to his um, uh, podcast. Yeah. So you did any, by saying radio, Bill, by the way. Any other, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> any, other, any other games that jumped out to you, Todd? Uh, again, I think uh, Detroit, Kansas City was awesome. And yeah. uh, I really – I think Bill's – Patriots are good. Um, the four o'clock games. Um, the uh, we talked about Jags and Broncos. Yeah, zero and four Denver. That's that's too bad. But mm-hmm. what are Jags? Jags are two and two. I mean, Jags are two and two. Minshew, Colts are two, Colts are two and two. Titans Minshew, are two and right? two. And depending on what happens with, I, and I believe the um, uh, Houston's two and two now because they lost a they lost to the to the um, Panthers. Yeah, so I think I think AFC South's all two and two. What a likable quarterback uh, Minshew is, right? I mean, hard, hard <laughs> against that guy. Wayne, Wayne Gallman Jr., Clemson. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah, and we, he played. He he played. Uh, he played with Tyson Die at Clemson, who passed away this summer in a swimming accident. Oh no! So that's why he wears number twenty-two in honor of his friend nice. that uh, he played Pop Warner with. On mm. they actually played at Clemson together. So there you go. There's yeah. a as soon as you great say story. that Clemson, I, I recognize the name now from Clemson. Yeah. Okay. Um, guys, next week as we look ahead, because tomorrow night's game is just a shit burger. Uh, Miami versus <laughs> someone's got their first win. Right, so, yeah. No, not necessarily. Oh, three and one. Oh, three and one. Yes. Um, we'll see. If, does Andy Dalton? Does Andy Dalton do it? Oh, hey, one thing. I, speaking of Cincinnati, Bill, I just want to. I want to go back on. Um, it's, it's always kind of sad to watch a, an announcer do his last game. Uh, Marty Bannister. Or, or, Brenneman. or Marty Brenneman, Marty Brenneman, yeah. uh, in, in Cincinnati, just a, just a well-known, you know, and that's in the books for the Reds, just a great voice, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. kind of the, one of the last few of the generation, you know, Vince Scully a couple of years ago. And it just, that was a cool, classy finish for him. So I just want to circle back on that. I know as a baseball fan, you probably 
Uh, watch. Oh, that's, I read a lot of stuff about it this week. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, you, you sent a nice piece out, and I found some others. And his son, you know, Tom did a, Tom. a whole bunch of D backs for a number of years. He was one of the original D backs broadcasters. So okay, cool. Uh, got to listen to him in the desert, and uh, he sounded just like his dad. It was great. Is he radio so, or TV? Marty. Well, a little bit of both. Yeah. Oh, he probably did both over his career, but those yeah. guys, those guys are radio radio guys, guys and you know they would they would go into the booth <laughs> yeah. for the fifth or sixth inning, you know, and, and yeah. crisscross. Um, three games Not- next week that that catch my eye, guys in the NFL. A little hit on before we wrap up. Um, Rams at Seattle. Uh, boy, that NFC West mm. and and Rams at Seattle, and then you're going to have obviously the 49ers going into Monday, kind of knowing uh, who what, which team they're looking to to extend on because. One of those two teams, Rams or Seattle, is going to have two losses, and 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 you know, once again, that's a divisional uh, game. And that's a Thursday game, right? <laughs> that is the Thursday game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So obviously, uh, so Rams come off that loss, you know, today, and head up up the coast to Seattle, uh, probably tomorrow they leave, or, or at worst Tuesday. Um, one of the best, one of the best rivalries I think in all of NFL, Baltimore Pittsburgh. Mm. Yep. Watch watch for Pittsburgh to win tomorrow night and then beat Baltimore and kind of be right back in it when Baltimore <laughs> have two two conference losses. Um, or or not watch for that, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get where you're going. Yeah, I'm I'm okay if Pittsburgh loses uh, all of them. Um, and then obviously Cleveland at San Francisco seem to be the three marquee games. Uh, hey, well, don't you, you go and light on the Bucks Saints, right? That's a big game. Oh, yeah, that is, yeah South. that's right. That's a, yeah. Is that a 415 or is that a um, – That is – It's a 1 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. And let me tell you, you, you see the Bucks travel schedule? They're not home till October 11th. What's the date today? What's the date today? September yeah. 29th. Their next, their next home game is October 11th. I'm November 11th against the Cardinals. November. So, November, I'm they sorry. Go, November. They go six games in a row? Well, they, they, they got a bye week? You have a bye week in there, but they, they, they went to L.A. today. They go to New Orleans next week. Then they, have, then they go to London to play Carolina. Mm. Then they come back. They have a bye week. And they have one more game. I can't remember where that one wow. is. And then they come back. So yeah, Arians is just livid. But it's in the NFL. Even admitted they made a mistake. So, um, but they're going to fly eighteen thousand miles between home games. So Bill, uh, <laughs> oh Seattle, they finish with Seattle and then go back across country for the Cardinals. So Bill, Oakland's <clears throat> the same way. They don't have a home game until November. Also, why is that's so weird? Well, yeah, postseason. Maybe. No, Oakland's not. No, that's A's true. Are in there. It's just, well, the A's yeah. are possibly. Oh, that's why, right? They, they might lose Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that's where, why. Did, where did I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I saw the, uh, the, 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 the last shared stadium. And, and actually, I don't know if you, you realize this, but this is the last time you're going to see a dirt infield in a football game Thank in the NFL. Thank God. I know. God. But it's, I mean, the, we at the Chargers, we had them for years. I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, that no more dirt infields because the Raiders moved to uh, Vegas next year. I so. will not miss that. For sure. No, it's kind of come on. It's a little you're nostalgic. Little nostalgic. You're nostalgic. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. And I'm not and I'm not getting tackled on the dirt. So <laughs> I don't care. It just looks weird. It looks. It really does. Weird. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as we wrap up, Todd, anything in the in the soccer world or Bill, anything in the tennis world we need to chat about? Uh, MLS playoffs are coming on the horizon, but um, Liverpool continues their "quote unquote" perfect season. So that's yeah. I saw that table. Yeah. T- I pulled up a table today, Sean or Todd, just nice. to see it. And, Thank you. Yeah, and man, you was way the hell down there. So they're <laughs> they're, they're a little bit of a trouble. They won. They won. Uh, they beat someone three one. I, I I forget who, but um, yeah, it's still way early. I mean thirty thirty is it, is games. It, so anyway, um, one team's in trouble. Is it Watford? Who's Watford's winless? Oh, pointless. Oh, yeah. yeah that no wins, two losses, and. Five draws or something crazy, or five five losses and two draws. Yeah, they're they're already on heavy relegation watch, right? Huge hole to dig out of. I mean, yeah, I mean it's early yet, but um, they're not trending well. How's no, yeah. no, so, without with no wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. They're they're at that stage now, Bill, where they're the old joke. Um, you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than the guy you're with. You know, um, <laughs> they don't have to be. They don't have to come in last. They just don't want to come in. You know. They They're even... just trying to catch the fourth team ahead of them. Exactly. So, exactly. If we want to compare it to football, it's they're they're 0-4 in the NFL, right? You know, chances, yeah, right. chances are bleak. I mean, they have plenty of games ahead of them, but uh, any NFL team that's 0-4 now, chances of making the playoffs are yeah. slim and yeah, nut, right? They, what do they they have like 31 games left, maybe or matches. Maybe they can make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not betting on them. All right. Okay. Which is probably well, good for Watford. 
So let's uh, let's go around the horn, find out what we got coming up this week. Uh, Todd, what's up with you, man? How was Birmingham? It was good. It was real good. It was. Uh, um, oh, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's it's always uh, you kind of go into these things dragging your feet and always come away with something positive. So um, it's a life lesson. Just you know, uh, uh, the challenges ahead. You take them on and, uh, and learn from them. So um, life's good. Uh, I got some. Just a normal week, really. Just uh, chasing down jobs, trying to close some work, and uh, making some local calls. So I will stick around locally in Atlanta, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm not uh, not busy for sure. So looking forward to a productive week, and um, really looking forward to next weekend uh, sporting wise. Should be a great college football weekend. So can't wait to watch uh, Florida. Hopefully, knock on wood, beat Auburn. So what about you, Bill? Let's see. Every week's a road week now, it feels like, with this new assignment yeah. with the companies. <laughs> so, I live in Florida. I mean, I, I'm on the Marriott app, like, going, okay, next Tuesday, Wednesday here, Thursday there. And uh, those nights will build up really fast. But I've got um, – I'll be in Orlando for a couple of days, and then we have a – Top Gun event, which is the Royal Palm Coast in Fort Myers. So I'll be I'll be leaving Orlando, driving straight to Fort Myers, which I'm gonna find some way across the middle of the state just for fun. And uh, so I'll be on the road Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, and then I've got a you know, Sean, just to talk a little real estate. Um, I've talked about this tool called Remine, and I don't know if your MLS has it yet. We don't. We don't yet. Okay. Yeah. It, it's it went. It's undergoing a major overhaul, being released tomorrow. So those 30 classes I've taught in the last seven weeks, I'm not lying, 30 classes, all of them are irrelevant. They all need to be redone, which nah. is good job. Good job security. Like, like new screen? It's a reason. Screen, like screen captures? Dude. or are they, are, they, are they literally changing how their business works? No. They're, they're, it's the same way, but they've added features, um, and they've changed the way things look. So oh, it's not the way yeah. it used to be. Now, they've added functionality that helps it be better and, I think, more efficient, but you know most realtors that change yep. isn't good for most people sure. right so we got to work on that so that's um that's that's a call i'm going to make an email i'm going to send out tomorrow to two sales teams east coast and west coast and go hey all that stuff we did the remind all that great stuff it's all changing they're all going to want help they're all going to get in there and not know what to do so so that's that's a good and a bad thing um on the real estate sessions this week it's uh, Alex Gustafson, who's the founder of CoAware. I don't think you've ever met him, Sean. Uh-huh. He's um, probably in his early 30s, grew up skateboarding and coding. That's a great combination in the uh, 2000s. And uh, built a built a company that, think of a, an Uber for real estate photographers, where realtors can go to a website and look at portfolios and prices for, realtor, for photographers in their area and then set up appointments with them to go shoot their properties and stuff. Wow. So built a network platform to do that. Um, smart kids. So it's, it's very interesting. Cool. And then you saw, you know, thanks, thanks for the, the plug you put in there, but just had to share this part on this show is, uh, so it's looking like I might be able to get Tom Ferry on a, an episode of the real estate sessions. Wow, and Tom is. Ferry, if Todd is, a. Uh, He's probably would you call him the number one coach in real estate right now? Yeah, probably, probably one of the top five voices in the industry, and probably the in the one, industry, number one yeah. coach for sure. His yeah. dad was uh, is legendary, Mike Ferry, uh, in the real estate space, and and I think Tom worked for him for fifteen or sixteen years, and then went out on his own about fifteen or sixteen years ago. Um, I like his style. I like his uh, attitude, mm-hmm. and it's going to be different because I listened to a, an episode of with Chris Smith from July, yeah. and it's a typical, you know, Chris and him just sharing marketing and doing that whole thing. And if I can get him on there, it's going to be great because I will not ask him any questions that he answers every single time he's interviewed. My my job will be to ask him questions no one else has ever asked him. Right. I think that will make an interesting episode for people, yeah, in my opinion. Sure. It's going to be interesting for me. I don't need him to tell me his five pillars. I don't need him to tell me, you know, you can buy the, the book, 30. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or you can listen to every other one of, you know, I, I want to say this first off, um, give me your thoughts on this, Sean and Todd, both of you. So if I, I remember in the nineties with the Padres, you know, we were, we were one of the first teams to broadcast 
besides the Braves nationally on TBS, but to go local cable, Cox Cable Channel 4, and give all the games away for free. Mm. All of them. Nobody had to pay. Because back in the old days, in the 80s, you had to pay for a subscription to get the Padre games. You paid a fee to the local cable provider. Well, we gave them all away for free. And everyone was saying, why are you doing that? Who's going to come to a game? You're giving it away for free. And Charles Steinberg had come over with Lakino, And the, the, the bottom line was, we're going to create such an experience at the ballpark. People are going to see that and have that fear of missing out. So the FOMO before oh, there was FOMO. Before FOMO yeah. 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 And, and I think that's exactly what Tom Ferry does. That's where I'm kind of driving this toward Sean. He releases every, if you just listen to his podcast, mm-hmm. he and, and read his articles and, and watch his videos. You know, you don't have to, why do you have to buy his coaching? Right. He tells you everything. Right. You know, he tells you everything. And, and after, and, after, <clears throat> after his big events, he'll just, He'll put out the video. He'll put out the audio. Everything. He'll put out, yeah. And yet, yet he's got a multi-million dollar operation running with 150 coaches. Mm. Not to mention the CEOs he coaches, probably at some extravagant well, yeah, price. And Jill Biggs right? and, and Christoph Chu right. and, and Tim Smith. Right. Yeah. yeah, those are his people. So so the question is, you know, for him is like, you know, you come from a place of abundance. I mean, is why do you give so much away? And and I want to hear that answer. And I think I know it. I think you know it. It's going to be because the more I share with people, the more they want to know. And if the more they want to know, they're going to come right. hire us. Much like yeah. Vaynerchuk, so, right? Vaynerchuk yeah. gives away so much of his stuff. Give it away. Yeah, I love that. So that's my first opening question. But then we'll get into some good when stuff. Are, when like, are you interviewing him? I don't know yet. Oh, it's, okay. We haven't even begun a conversation. I'll DM him on Twitter this week. And, okay, good. Try to get a conversation going with him. So we'll see how it goes. Hey, Bill. Anyways, well, although rhetorical, your question, I think uh, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits. Um, mm-hmm. Seven Highly. Of uh, Highly Effective People. Sharpen yeah. the Saw, I think, is the most underrated of the habits, right? No, that's a great one. I think people yeah. uh, people need and want to be coached, mentored, uh, feel reassured that they're doing the right thing, and learn like from people, right? Hey, this yeah. will do. So um, just as an outsider, I think maybe because I hang out with you guys, but what real estate does so well is coach and mentor, um, maybe better than any profession. Um, so just, just an observation. I mean, that's, I, I think it's really, yeah, that's a fair, fair assessment. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Cause people, I, th- I think, I think, I think all agents, all agents need that. You're right, Todd. Yeah, absolutely. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Even the best, yeah. even the best. Yeah. What, even, even Sean admits it. You're, you, you've had mentors and coaches. Yeah. It's actually, actually kind of a perfect segue yeah. because this week I, I get to um, stay co- local. I had a great week last week in Detroit and South Bend, Indiana for bar camp. Uh, Bill, I did a great night in South Bend, oh, Indiana. Whew. A great morning. Uh, yes, it was a, a long night. But uh, Do we need to edit this. I mean, what's going on? No, oh, just, just I, I, uh, me and somebody was, were out late. We, we, we you weren't out. in this text group. It's okay, uh, Todd. But it was it was crazy. Yeah. But I had, I had a good session, Bill, in South Bend. We were at the uh, the Four Winds Field, the the home of the mm. the Chicago Cubs drip, uh, single A team, and it was so cool. We had free access to the entire place. We were in the owner's suite was one of the sessions yeah. in the Cubs yeah. locker room. Was, was yeah. Locker rooms. Really yeah. Cool. We did that. We did that in Scottsdale. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, but this week I'm, I'm in Columbus. I don't travel again for a couple of weeks, but I I'm teaching our certified real estate mentor program, which is a two day nice. uh, class. And it, it, it really, you know, is, is I think something our industry really needs the Columbus realtors. Uh, I was on the committee that kind of built the program. Um, and I've been the main, uh, moderator facilitator of it uh, the five times we've done it we have uh, or just uh, under a hundred we have 96 certified real estate mentors in columbus now and bill it's a two-day class really focusing on what mentoring is and how it's part teaching and coaching and and um you know uh, psychiatrist yeah and it's just it's really it's really cool and every everyone in our industry uh, whether you're in your side of the work or mortgage yeah. but and you know there's realtors that have mortgage people or title people that are kind of mentors and, and you have people like you that have real estate brokers or owners that are mentors and it's just a really cool thing and todd you're exactly right it's you know part part coaching part teaching part mentoring part leader uh there's just a whole lot to it and so that's gonna be a lot of fun and um get a chance to got a new listing hit the market at the end of the week got a uh former client of mine who i'm meeting with for uh possible this his house as well as a a couple that's looking to start buying a house so should be a, hey, should be, be before you hang up, before you hang up, how about I got the results back from our com- – you, did you get the results back from uh, Sharon Hoyditch about our presentation? I didn't get the ones from our session, but I did for, for the, my session. 
I got it for our session, so I'll forward it to you. Okay. And uh, 98 point something was the number. That felt good. Uh, yeah. Right? Uh, my <laughs> session was 98.92. Yeah. Oh, I think you beat it. I think it was 98.7 something. Oh, that's so, good. Though. Yeah. Good job. Good job. But but the number one comment, the takeaways were awesome. And it's all, I, I would say the vast majority were 4 H Club, 4 H Club, 4 H Club, 4 H. It's over and over and over. Love it. They loved it. Yeah. Well, so I had a cool. great uh, podcast interview with Rick Gonzalez uh, on Friday. Oh, good. So, yeah. Good. That should hit. Um, that should hit a week from now, and I think you'll nice. you'll really we, we got it was a really fun. Obviously, we hit on my, a lot of my talking points, but uh, good. I think I think there was a few takeaways that I was like, "Ooh, that that was really good." What I just said, so yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's your, how's your shoulder feel? You're patting yourself on the back. Yeah. You didn't. Well, just you know, all of a sudden you're sitting like he asked a question of something, and I forget what it was, but it it was kind of off off some of my typical you know talking points, and uh, I, I, he's like. Wow, that's really good. And I go, that was really good, wasn't it? <laughs> you should so, be proud, Sean. Good stuff. Yeah, man. thanks, man. Good so, yeah. yeah. So, hey guys, fun week. A uh, little over an hour. Let's let's call it quits. And uh, you know, we we always try and keep these under an hour. Uh, but just a, good conversations. We only focus on three sports. Um, but just uh, this is a great time of year, guys, to be a sports fan. Um, really looking forward to it. By the way, I just got to give a shout out. I like this week's Heisman House with Kyler Murray coming in as a baseball <laughs> player. That's awesome. And then, and then Bo Jackson comes in, doesn't get yelled at. And then Tebow's like, I don't know what the big deal is, you know? <laughs> I haven't seen that. I look for that. Oh, you didn't see that? Yeah. It's on video yeah, somewhere. Google it or look it up on Twitter. Yeah. So. That's good stuff. All right. So, hey, on behalf of Shea, somewhere out in the Pacific Northwest, Bill down in St. Pete, Todd in Cumming, Georgia. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Thanks, as always, for listening to The Stare Down.